Hello, podcast land. This is Billy from the Front Porch Sessions podcast. Before there was the Front Porch Sessions podcast, there was a series of test recordings as we tried to figure out our equipment and could we even pull off this podcasting thing. The intention was to never release these episodes. It was just for us to get a feel for what we were doing. Some of these particular test recordings actually were not that bad. And what we're releasing today is one of these bonus episodes before we even had a name. This particular episode features the girl child and myself. I hope you enjoy it. And as always, please feel free to give us a positive review because we love you five stars and we'd appreciate it if you loved us five stars back. And as always, be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Front Porch Sessions podcast. And now without any further ado, please enjoy this bonus episode of the Front Porch Sessions podcast. Hello and welcome to our second test podcast. I am one of your hosts, Billy. I am not joined today by my regular co-host, my lovely wife, Christy. She is at a meeting, but I am very excited to have a special guest host with me today. Some of you that may follow me on social media probably only know her as hashtag the girl child, but she does have a real name. And that is Callie. So, Callie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, and hello. Hello. Welcome. Are you excited to be doing this? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, when we talked about this earlier, you thought that podcasting was a little bit weird. I did. It's just unnatural. It's unnatural. What's unnatural about it? Well, um, to have a conversation with two people, you don't usually talk into microphones with the, with, you know, headphones and... Well, maybe we should start talking into microphones. We just carry microphones around <laughs> with us all the time. We won't hook them up or anything. Uh, back when I had a band and we would rehearse, there was kind of a rule whether the mics were on or not. Uh, all conversation, you had to be talking into a microphone. Why was that a rule? Uh, just because we were weird like that. <laughs> so, but okay, so the idea of podcasting or you being on this podcast is weird to you, but you do listen to some podcasts. Do you I find do. that weird? Um, no, I really don't. Okay, so it's not weird to listen to them, but it's weird to record a podcast. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, um, I guess some questions for you here. Okay. Uh, just kind of off the top of my head. Obviously, like most things, we don't really prepare. We just wing it. So one of the things, we have some new uh, portable recording equipment because uh, the recording equipment I have is primarily for music and it's bulky, it's heavy, and to lug it around to record things is not always practical. Uh, but we did pick up some uh, new uh, equipment to be able to start a podcast uh, and be able to take it and record different places, maybe do some interviews. What do you think about the idea that your mom and dad are getting ready to launch a podcast what do i think about that um i kind of don't know but i feel like it'll be kind of like when you started your uh youtube channel i thought that was kind of strange like i that's something that i never see you doing um something that i never thought you would do but then it just happened and now it's just a part of our life Okay, and we'll get to that YouTube channel and your YouTube channel here in a second. So do you think it's weird, since you said podcasting, recording them is weird, do you think it's weird that mom and dad are getting ready to launch a podcast? Not really. 
Not really? Um, I mean, the way that it's done, that is weird. But, you know, I can see you guys doing this. Okay, it's just, just the way that it's done, that we're sitting here at our mm-hmm. dining room table, holding microphones, looking at each other, yes, talking sir. to each other. Uh, I'm the only one with headphones on, just so I can monitor, make sure some sound's coming through uh, our equipment. I could actually take them off at this point. Uh, so that part's weird, but not that we're hosting a podcast. No, I don't think it's weird that you're like going to launch it and that people are going to listen to it or anything. Okay. Well, we hope some people listen to it. Do you have any suggestions for us about what our podcast should be about? Um, I mean, right now, what I've heard is like a little bit of everything. And, you know, I think that's good because you can be open and, you know, if something comes up, it's not like, oh, I can't talk about this because it's not with my theme or whatever. Okay. And honestly, that is one of the struggles we had. Um, talking about it early on. We haven't spent a lot of time talking about it. I've had the idea of doing this for a little bit. And your mother and I have both spent uh, substantial time studying leadership. Uh, she speaks annually at a National Presidential Leadership uh, Institute conference thing and heavily involved in that. So she's uh, an expert on certain types of leadership. I've just spent some time studying. and We had talked about maybe focusing our podcast on leadership, but then we were worried that maybe it would become redundant. You know what redundant mm, means? Yes, sir. Yeah, just repetitive over mm-hmm. and over, and we'd run out of ideas. Or what if we did get onto something else and wanted to do that? So we're not really sure. We may not have a set theme, which is going to be problematic mm-hmm. because people typically look to listen to a podcast. When I go to find a new podcast, I may search for leadership, for food, for cooking, for guitars, yeah. whatever. You could even do like, you know, episodes have themes. Like this episode, we're going to talk about this the yes. whole time. Yes, that's that's probably what we're going to do. And that way we could do a four to five episode run on leadership. And then we could switch to maybe parenting and marriage, yeah, life. Yeah. And then occasionally throw in some others as we become prepared mm-hmm. uh, for those type of things. So one of the other things that we are struggling with at this point in regards to our podcast is coming up with a name, particularly... Excuse me. <laughs> we'll edit that out, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's real life. This is how it happens. Maybe we won't edit anything. We'll just let the recorder go and what happens, happens. But <laughs> uh, back to what I was saying, one of the things that we're struggling with, particularly because we're not going to probably have a dedicated theme, is coming up with a name. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give you a second to think about name suggestions for our podcast. One of the things that we want to stay away from is using our name in the podcast. Okay. If you know our name, you know how to pronounce it, but if you see it uh, written, a lot of times you'll mess it up and it's all over. So we want to kind of stay away from that. So do you have any suggestions for our podcast name? Um, I mean, you could do something along the lines like the everything podcast or that type of thing. Just something very vague? Yes, something that... Now, if you were looking for a new podcast and you saw something called the Everything Podcast, is that something you would be like, ooh, I got to listen to that? I mean, it sounds kind of like a fun name. It's kind of like a fun name? Okay. Maybe. All right. Uh, And you mentioned earlier, uh, not on this podcast, but something else, that you are in the process of starting your own podcast, (laughs) which was news to me. 
Yes, sir. I just saw you guys doing it yesterday. And so I pulled out my phone, sat on the front porch, and started recording. Okay. And do you have a name for your podcast? Um, I had one. Um, food, family, and fun. So your podcast is going to be about food, family, and fun? But then, you know, I'm like, but I feel like I couldn't get very far with that. Like, I could do a couple episodes on family, one or two episodes on food, and then what would I even do with fun? So I decided not to do that podcast and changed it to The Calcast. I like that, The Calcast. Yes, sir. Because your name is Callie and it's a podcast. That is brilliant. Uh, do you get that from me or from your mother? Uh, you don't have to answer that. Uh, <laughs> your, your mother will probably listen to this at some point in time. Okay, so you're starting your own podcast. You and your older brother, 13 months and a few days older than you, mm -hmm. have your own YouTube channel. Yes, sir. CNC Video Factory. Mm -hmm. uh, right now it is private, but very soon, probably within a couple of weeks, uh, we're going to change that to be public. Uh, a couple of things we need to work through on that first. Tell me first, why did you and your brother want to have your own YouTube channel? Um, I think part of the reason was a, that you did it. And we saw that you kind of enjoyed it. And, um, you know, it gave you something to do. And um, also, we we're kind of like narrators of life. <laughs> Whatever we do, even if there's no one around, we kind of walk ourselves through it. We talk about it. You are a big narrator of life. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're doing stuff and you're talking about how you're doing it or what you're doing. And we sometimes think you're talking to us, but you're just off talking about, this is how I brush my hair. And <laughs> whatever with that. Okay, so what kind of videos could people expect to see on CNC Video Factory channel on the YouTube? Um, they can definitely expect to see some cooking videos. Cooper and I both love to cook, and so I do like um, Cal cook or Callie cooks, and he does cooking with Cooper. So like they're both parts of our channel. Um, but that's just something that we do. So whenever we're going to make lunch, we might record it or the basic things that we like to make and eat. You can expect to see a lot of random videos, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Okay. So you have your main CNC video factory channel, Yes. but sir. with that, you'll have some well, Cali cooks, cooking with Cooper, mm -hmm. some kind of specialty videos in there, and then just some other random videos mm -hmm. and... Uh, your brother has uh, Street Nine Productions where he's making little movies. I think you're involved in that. And mm, yes, sir. Sometimes the neighborhood kids and <clears throat> some of those type things. So it's just uh, a bunch of random things. We expect some fun. I even helped you mm -hmm. early on film a couple of those. Yes, I, sir. Um, mm -hmm. What did we film together? Um, well, I remember my first episode of Cali Cooks. You had like just shown me how to make a grilled cheese. Um, and so you kind of walked us, helped walk us through that. And there was um, the carnival video. There was the carnival video, which where we did like an outdoor carnival and showed you guys how you could have a lot of fun, um, even when it was only you. Okay, and that was just basically using random stuff we already had yeah. around the house, uh -huh. hula hoops, balls, Yeah, my problem with rackets. a lot of YouTube videos is they're not really realistic or like 
Say I looked up a craft video. There's going to be all these stuff, all the stuff that I don't have on hand that I'm going to have to go out and buy. But what Cooper and I like to do is this is stuff that we have. We're not going to go out and get something special for a video. We like to keep it simple. Okay, so you're like instructional or how-to type videos. You're just showing how you can use stuff around your house yes, to sir. have fun. Yes. Now, granted, you do have a, access to some specialty items because some of the hobbies that you have or hobbies I have, but that's uh, a pretty cool uh, right there. So um, you mentioned that I had a YouTube channel. You did, yes, uh, or you do. Yes, I do, and you did mention that, so it's fine. It's okay to laugh here and all that type of stuff. So a while back, I did start a YouTube channel called Barrister Eats. Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, I set up a website really? for oh, yeah. Barrister Eats. Yes, uh, I don't have the domain name registered yet. I'm not sure if I'm going to go with that or just use the free one uh, for the time mm -hmm. being. But uh, also Instagram started very early on. Uh, yes, you can go to Instagram.com slash Barrister Eats and find that. And it's basically uh, once a week, once every two weeks, we post some sort of uh, cooking video, an instructional one, a recipe about things that we like to make and eat. Uh, sometimes we will have cooking tips and other mm -hmm. random videos associated with that. So what did you think the first time that you saw me recording a cooking video? Um, I was a little bit confused because I don't know if I said this earlier or not, but I didn't really see you ever having a YouTube channel. I would agree with that. Um, I just never thought you would do that. It never really crossed my mind. But um, the more you did it, it became more regular, and I kind of got used to it. But the first time... And that's been a couple of months, so you may <laughs> not remember... Um, I was very confused. Like, what's that light thing? Why is he using it? Why can't we go inside? Well, you could come inside. You just had to be quiet when we were yeah. filming, so we didn't get all the background noise. Do you know how that cooking channel came about? I do not. Okay, I don't remember what day it was. Uh, your mother and I are college professors, so we are, mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, home in the summer. Uh, yes, sometimes sir. we do teach some classes. Uh, but we're at home a lot more. So I don't remember if this, it probably was a weekend. Uh, but I had been cooking something. And I just had this thought of, you know, I should start a cooking channel on YouTube. I'll call it Barrister Eats because that's kind of my branding with Barrister Billy yes, and Barrister Productions mm -hmm. and those type of things. And uh, while I was cooking, your mother uh, walked through the kitchen. And I said, I think I'm going to start a YouTube cooking channel. called, And I already got the name. It's Barrister Eats. And she looked at me and she said, you should do it. She's very supportive in that way. And a lot of times I do throw yes. out ideas about doing things and I never follow through with them. Uh, later that afternoon, we went uh, to Walmart. Not an ad, but we were at Walmart uh, getting some groceries and some other things. Uh, and we walked back to the electronics section and they had the lighting stand and the holder uh, for your phone. Because I did do some tests earlier trying to use our camera uh, which does have video options but uh, that was going to be too problematic so we record most of them on our phones uh, and that's how it started just like let's let's do it and let's not worry about all the details do you need to sneeze I think okay I'm just good. don't sneeze I'm in good. the microphone <laughs> okay. okay 
you and your brother have been on some of those. Um, not yet cooking, but a couple of recipients. I, I know the monster cookie video you were on there. Yes, sir. Yeah. You guys, sometimes I think you get a little annoyed when we're trying to record videos because it does take a little bit of time and it you're does. asking not to make a lot of noise, but you seem to be happy when they're over and you get to eat the treats that we make. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, um, speaking of Barrister Eats, you're going to be, uh, featured on an episode coming up very soon. Uh, hopefully things will work out that we can record in the next two or three days and then we'll have it up in the next few weeks once it's all edited together. And uh, in that, you're going to be making what you now call your famous buttermilk pie. Yes, So uh, what makes your buttermilk pie famous and why do you like it? Um, What makes it famous? Well, the Make sure you're talking to the microphone. Yes, sir. What makes it famous? The first time I tried it and, like, you know, made it and ate it, I pretty much had no clue what it was. Me neither. We kind of saw it on a TV show and then looked for something and made it. And it was just so good. I agree. It is surprisingly good. It seems a little strange. Uh, Buttermilk butter pie. pie. Yeah. Uh, it was, I don't remember what the name of the show is. We were watching a show on Netflix with <laughs> chef Sean Brock, who, uh, is now in Nashville. He's getting ready to open up a couple of restaurants. Uh, he may already have one of them open and he had had some restaurants in Nashville before and in, uh, one of the Carolinas. Uh, but it was a pretty interesting show. And on this particular episode, he had his mother, I think in the kitchen with I him and so, they yeah. uh, made a buttermilk pie, maybe her buttermilk pie. And we thought, Oh, that sounds interesting. It looks good. Mm -hmm. So we did a little research, found some ideas, put together our recipe and you basically made it that mm -hmm. first time. Uh, and it turned out uh, exciting. We were going to try mm -hmm. to film recently. We'd gone to visit our, our family. Yeah. Uh, we were going to have my mom, your Nana, uh, you were going to teach her how to do it, but mm -hmm. we just didn't have time to, to squeeze that in with our visit, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, but so you'll probably dedicate this show to her and tell her that she has to watch it so she can <laughs> learn to make buttermilk pie. I will. Yeah, very simple, uh, but tasty with that. It's so good. So do you think that in this uh, that episode of Bears to Eats, when you make your famous buttermilk pie, that uh, it'll just be you, or will you have... Your mom or I in the video with you helping or just maybe behind the camera? Um, I'm not 100% sure about that. It's a really good question. Okay. Now, there are some things we don't let you do in the kitchen mm -hmm. uh, because we don't want you to, to burn yourself or something of like that. So probably putting in the oven, taking it out of the oven, we would do that, but you would mm -hmm. do the rest. Now, when we first talked about this before we went to visit our family uh, a few weeks back, uh, I made you do a screen test. What did you think about that? <laughs> your imitation of your mom <laughs> was was very funny. Um, but I've never seen that side of her. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's fine. We don't need to talk about that because, you know, she may listen to this and we don't want to get me in trouble, which would get you in trouble. Uh, no, just sometimes she asks questions that seem weird or just listen to me, woman. Right. It's okay to laugh. Uh, we have a good time on this. Yeah, but the screen test, I had you, you know, read the ingredients and kind of pretend that you were putting some of them together 
to see if you were going to be comfortable in front of uh, the camera. Cause it's one thing to um, talk regularly, but a lot of times when you get a recorder, you get the microphone in front of you, it's a little bit more difficult. It's something yes, psychological sir. probably, or you get a camera on you, you mess up with your words and stuff. With me, I feel like I kind of warm up to it almost like um, at the beginning of this podcast, I was kind of nervous. Um, and so then, but the further like we got into it, I felt more comfortable. Okay. It's not as weird anymore? No, sir. Yeah, yeah. The more you do things, the more comfortable you get with them. And if you go back and you watch some of the early Barrister Eats videos, some of them are a little rough trying to figure out what to say, how to say it, get the timing down. Mm -hmm. Some of the edits of the videos are mm -hmm. pretty rough, and I haven't posted them in the, necessarily in the order I recorded them. Mm -hmm. Like we got to Alabama, and I didn't have another video to post because I had planned mm -hmm. on recording some down there. Uh, at both of uh, our your grandparents' house, none of that really yep. panned out just timing wise. Mm -hmm. So I had to go back and post an older video that the first one I recorded, which oh. I wasn't as happy with, but it's a cinnamon raisin bread. Oh, it's so just because there were a few mistakes in there, but I fixed it in the, the editing with that. It was only like one, but um, still not comfortable uh, sometimes with those type things. Yeah. So it is it's challenging. We may actually have to record it a few times so we may have to mm -hmm. eat buttermilk pie for two or three weeks straight till we get a good take <laughs> i'm still not great at editing yeah you I'm, gotta practice yeah i'm always looking like is there a way that i can make this easier but it's just the first time i actually did edit i thought whoa this is so cool this will be a breeze there's also editing like a 10 second video that yeah. i just recorded but you get better on. as you keep practicing mm -hmm. and you learn how to do mm -hmm. it. Uh, one of the great things I like, we don't have a lot of fancy equipment. We bought a, a few things, but we're primarily using our phones. Mm -hmm. now, I do have some recording software I'm going to use to help edit our uh, podcast here. Uh, and we'll actually probably do a podcast, and I may actually do a video uh, mm -hmm. for one of our channels later on about how you got to just start with what you have. Yeah. And as you know, we didn't spend a lot of time, a lot of money buying equipment. Mm -mm. with things because uh, what if we only recorded one or two and then, just... then stopped? We've wasted money on equipment that mm -hmm. either is just going to sit around or we're going to have to find somebody that wants to buy it. Mm -hmm. I feel like the further we get into it and the better we get, like the more equipment we'll use. Probably. If we keep doing it, we will. Mm -hmm. The only thing, we, now we did buy this new recorder, but it's also one that I can use for my music and take other places too. So it'll get used whether we keep podcasting or not. So we do spend a lot of time in the kitchen mm -hmm. uh, as a family. Uh, even when we go visit our family, uh, we spend a lot of time in the kitchen there. Even if we're not cooking, it's just kind of the hangout spot. So what is your favorite food? What's your favorite thing to eat? Um, there are a lot of foods that I really like, but coming out at the top is definitely tacos. You do love tacos. And let me tell you a little secret tonight. We, for supper, we're going to have taco salad. Yes. So what is your favorite thing that either I or your mother cook? Green bean casserole? Uh, no. But you like all the ingredients in green bean casserole in separate things, but not all together. Really like them together. Okay, so what is your favorite thing that your parents cook? That's a really hard question, but 
this is kind of multiple things, but you cook them all together. So whenever we do our crawfish boil. Crawfish boil, so the crawfish, shrimp, potatoes, sausage, corn. Mm -hmm. That's your favorite thing. That's coming out on top. Okay, and we only have, is it because we only have it once or twice a year? I mean, that could be part of it, because if I ate it a lot, I mean, I might not like it as much, but it's just so good. Okay, and we're pretty much out of crawfish season, so -hmm. if we get it, it's going to have to be frozen crawfish. Which is, is what we've had to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we normally have it shipped in, but sometimes we're not able uh, to do that. And you like being in the kitchen? You like helping cook or I cooking on your own? I love being in the kitchen. Why is that? Um, I feel like in cooking, I mean, you obviously can mess up. That, that just happens. But I feel like you can't mess up. Um, and oh, I'm you not can always, mess up, trust me. <laughs> I'm not always happy with what I make. But even when I'm not happy with it, um, I still get something out of it because I can go, oh, I need to do this next time. That would improve it. Or how would this taste if I added a little bit of this? Like the modifications. Okay, but you can't get too crazy and add some weird things to dishes that don't work, right? Mm -mm. Uh, I do like it. I don't always let you guys in the kitchen. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is more trouble. Mm-hmm. But I do like it when you're in there. Some of my earliest memories are being in the kitchen with my parents. Uh, I don't remember what age, but when I was old enough to uh, make pancakes on Saturday morning by myself, <laughs> uh, that was great. You guys are kind of at that age, but it's hard for you to get to the griddle uh, mm-hmm. because it's up on a high shelf and mm-hmm. some of those type of things. Um, but maybe we can plan to to leave it down sometime and you guys can cook. Uh, sometimes, uh, particularly here in the summer, uh, when I'm waking up, I do hear you two in the kitchen fixing breakfast. Uh-huh. So that's kind of nice that you can do that on your own uh-huh. sometimes, and I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's shift gears uh, real quick. 2020 uh, has been a very interesting year because of the novel coronavirus, uh, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me there. Much like uh, with our school, your school year got uh, greatly altered. Yes. Uh, If I remember correctly, you guys did not go back after your spring break either. We did not. We were, um, at first it was like, okay, we're just going to take one week off, then come back with no school in that time. And then they're like, okay, we're going to make this two weeks. And then they practically said like the month. And then it was just the rest of the year. But there was a while that they didn't like assign stuff. So you guys had to kind of homeschool us. But you were also like gone the whole day. Well, I think that maybe you had an extra week off before you started your distance learning because they were trying to figure out, will we be able to come back to school? Yeah. What will we do? And, uh, yeah, we are very lucky that you and your brother are the age that we can leave you at home for periods Mm -hmm. of time. And our offices are only, you know, a block or two away. Um, So we would go to the office and teach our classes remotely there. You guys would do some of your distance learning here, and Mm -hmm. then we would come home and help you uh, as needed. What did you think about the whole distance learning thing and not going back to actual school? Um, At first, I thought it was great. Like, I can learn at my own pace. It only takes me an hour to do school. You can restart, but okay. I got I got all of that. If um, you don't talk into the microphone, like you hold it away, like you just said, I don't get it. I'm not sure how close we have to hold these right now. 
Okay. Uh, these are from when I had the band, and a lot of times when you're playing in a band, you get right up on it uh-huh. uh, for things. So um, it, we can edit all this out. But if you want to start over, so what did you okay. think about the distance learning? Um, the first week, I thought it was great. I could learn at my own pace. I could be done in about an hour. Um, but as it went on, if I had any, even a tiny little question, I would have, to, I might have to wait hours to get a reply to my email. Um, there was no easy way of contact. Zoom kept crashing. So after that first week, I just, I really did not like it at all. Okay. I do remember at first you were excited about it because you'd get through with stuff and then you kind of, I'm over this. Mm-hmm. Um, now we did sometime after the school year, uh, we f- found out that there was a problem with our lines coming into the house. So our internet was going up and down. It mm-hmm. was out at the junction box on the street. That was a problem. Uh, since we've had that fixed and upgraded, we really haven't had any problems. So if we have to go with Zoom stuff this next time, it may be easier. But even with uh, the stuff at the college, we had problems with the different internet, mm-hmm. sometimes going in and out mm-hmm. or other people not having reliable internet. Um, so it, it is a challenge, uh, same with art, with my students. Sometimes I couldn't give an immediate response because I was teaching another class Mm -hmm. online or helping you guys, uh, with your work. And that Mm -hmm. was important there. And your teacher had a young daughter who Uh is about a year old or just over Uh, a year old. I think she's probably about a year old because she had him. She had Actually, her Cooper was in school Yeah, so maybe coming up close to two. Probably. About a year and a half, getting Probably. ready to be about two. So, you know, I saw some pictures of her doing her Zooms <laughs> with, you know, holding her baby uh-huh. uh, in her lap or crawling over. Uh, so it's that type of thing. What did you miss most about actually going to school? Interactions, probably. Like, actually seeing people and being around people. Um, and... Having multiple teachers do, um, like we only had one teacher in the classroom, but if I needed something and Mrs. Boss wasn't available, there were like other people that I could ask and talk to. Um, And what I've learned from this experience, like I used to love FaceTiming our grandparents. I thought it was awesome that we could like see them through a screen. But what I've learned through this whole experience is seeing somebody on a screen is just not the same. And doing it almost every day with hundred a hundred people and not really getting to talk to them or actually Okay, see them. and it does get hard when you have that many people in a you guys use Zoom. So you have that uh-huh. many people on a Zoom call, you have to mute everybody's microphones, uh-huh. you have to do different things to have questions and it is hard to interact. But FaceTime is a, a great thing. We do live about a thousand miles away from your grandparents yes, and sir. you always have. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see them a couple of times a year at, at most in person, but it is great to be able to, instead of us calling them on the phone to get on our cell phones or computers and, and FaceTime see and see them and talk to them that way. And we really need to do that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great too. I think when, uh, some of the restrictions were lifted, uh, we have some neighborhood kids yes, uh, live yeah. across the street that are about your age. They're yeah. a little bit younger. But then, you know, after a couple of months, you guys were able to start playing mm-hmm. together and I you spent a lot of time yeah, doing that. Yeah, I remember that. the first day we were allowed to go back and play with them. 
it was my birthday, um, and like they made cake or cupcakes, and they have a three-year-old probably, and then we took face paint and on his stomach wrote like I love Callie, and <laughs> whatever. I did not know that. You didn't? No. Yeah. So that <clears throat> that's helped some with the social interactions. Uh, with that, so that's probably what you miss most. Do you think that you're going to go back to school in August? I think so, um, but I feel like there's going to have to be something different if that's we go home for lunch or if that's that we all have to wear a mask, but I don't see how we can all wear masks because okay. um, like lunch and things like that. What do we do about that? We're all sitting together and eating at the same table. Um, right, the social distancing mm-hmm. aspect may be and hard. Something there. that I heard Aunt Jennifer talk about was that. And your Aunt Jennifer um, is a, a third grade third teacher. grade teacher. Okay. Um, something that I heard her talk about was that they were gonna ha- they might have like just the teachers rotate classrooms instead of the students. But now that I'm in middle school, it's a group a different group of students for every single class. That is true. Unless they change that, which might be hard because 7th and 8th graders have already gotten their schedules. Right. We've been very lucky where we are. Our uh, public school system, very dedicated. They work tirelessly, uh, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, distance learning got thrown on everybody and it was difficult. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they made through. They've been working on plans uh, Uh pretty much since uh, that time for a return to school in the fall. Mm -hmm. Uh, They... Last I heard, they were working with maybe five different plans in case different things happen. Uh In fact, that's where your mother is right now. She Mm -hmm. was part of a small group uh, of parents that was invited to listen to the school administrators Uh pitch what the plan is uh, and for those parents to give feedback, ask questions before they roll it out to the larger group. So hopefully we'll find out here in the coming days about what to do. I'm still mm-hmm. waiting to hear about what we'll be doing at the college about yeah. mask or social uh-huh. distancing. I know there are going to be some changes there. I really hope that we don't have to do online school because since like maybe fourth grade, when I kind of understood what middle school was, I've just been waiting to go to middle school. Because you want the social aspect of it too. Uh-huh. And like, I feel like we're going to have a lot more responsibility and freedom. Um, Okay. uh, Because, I mean, we have lockers and we are more in charge of, like, when we're there and... We don't really have teachers monitoring our monitoring. Oh, you do have teachers monitoring your behavior and your actions, but But like following us. It is a little bit more to start preparing you to to go to high school to become an adult with personal responsibility. Which, you know, as long as you've been alive, your parents have been professors, so Mm -hmm. you get a lot of that in education is obviously important to our family. Yes, sir. Uh, Your mom has a master's. I have a doctorate. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it's important to do that. It's the social aspect is uh, well, too. So uh, we try to keep these at about 30 minutes, and we're a little bit over that, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, and your mother is actually just texted. She's on her way home. Awesome. Uh, so she'll be here in a, in a few minutes. And your brother is at uh, play practice. Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting, social distance uh-huh. play. They're actually doing a walk through through the park and small groups. And most of them are family that. members uh, that are in each uh play and it'd be a little walking thing so it'd be interesting 
to see that. So what are some things that you have done? You've, you know, haven't been in school, physical school since mid-March. Uh, what are some things that you have done either during that time when we were really social distancing you and your brother didn't leave uh, the house or our backyard for about two months? Yes. Sir. Uh, what have you done to, to stay active, to stay busy, to keep from fighting a little bit? Um, what we tried to do is kind of separate our learning some like when we kind of had to teach ourselves what we did was we watched a video for every subject so sometimes if we wanted to watch two different videos or work on two different subjects we would take out our devices and pull those out and work on that um which helped us kind of keep from fighting um i drew a lot and did with chalk and I, like the art projects our teacher would post several that we could choose from and sometimes even when i was done i would just keep doing them over and over okay. um and when we were allowed to go in the front yard what we did was we sat across the street from our neighbors and we would talk and we would have across the street picnics and all that stuff um right when which, we were still social distancing yes, like to the extreme which mm-hmm. everybody was doing uh, we'd come home for lunch, and you guys would be in our front yard on blankets. They'd be in their front yard on blankets, uh-huh. yelling across the street. And I think you and your brother did work that out well, that one of you would do school early, one of you would do it a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But outside of the school things, what what have you done the past several months for fun? Um, a bunch of different things. Okay, just tell us a few. Uh, I will. Okay. Uh, we wrote letters. Um, yes, we're trying to bring back letter writing, so that was good. Yes, sir. Wrote to your um, family, to your college mm-hmm. friends, to other people. Okay. I would, I mean, we couldn't watch a lot of TV. Um, we had limits on that. So um, what we would usually do is, like, right after we finished TV time, we would just go and do something. Um, uh, we played some card games. Like right after TV, one of the things that we would do is card games. But Cooper's not the biggest fan of card and board games and stuff like that. So we didn't do that much. But um, we would cook together and we would pretend that we were like famous chefs. Yes, (laughs) I hear that sometimes from the other room. Uh huh. And I don't know, our art. I did a lot of art and that, that was a big part of it for me um just because there are so many different ways like to do art and whatever I was feeling like I could connect that to art okay and you like doing a lot of art type things don't you yes sir do you think it helps that uh your for the past several years your elementary art teacher has been a family friend uh, we um, go to church with them occasionally. We do stuff as a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, they I, they come over sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we go to their house. I, I think so um, because I got to see her outside of the classroom, which I think helps because I kind of got to see the other side of her almost. Like I got to see um, the non-teacher part of her. Okay, and that makes sense to me, to some of our listeners that may not, but college students, uh, we sometimes have them over for meals or other things at our house, and mm-hmm. they get a different side of us. Because in the classroom, I'm pretty much all business. I, mean, I do mm-hmm. joke around with them, but 
they come here and it's a shock to some of them <laughs> that I'm, I'm not wearing a coat and tie or I'm more relaxed, mm-hmm. not necessarily more relaxed, but <laughs> I goof off a little bit more. Um, and we can tell some stories about that later. So uh, as we're going to wrap up this, do you have any words of wisdom for our podcast listeners? Um, even when something goes wrong, like persevere and stick with it because you can all, there's always good in something. So it really helps to try to find that good and see it. All right. That is very good advice. I'd like to thank hashtag the girl child, AKA (laughs) Callie for sitting in on the second test podcast. So uh, hopefully you can come back at some point when we're doing this for real and drop some more knowledge and wisdom on us. Okay. Um, thanks. Thank you. Have a good day. We need a tagline to end. We don't have one yet. So if you can Um, be thinking about that until, until then, uh, I've been Billy and I'm Cal and much love. Catch you on the flip side.